Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Mojo Mondays with myself and the lovely Carly Taylor. Ah, hello everybody. So let's just get straight into it. We're okay. going to talk about um, acceptance today. And what I mean by acceptance, it actually covers quite a lot of things, but it is accepting what it is to be human. And in life, we've got, we have a whole lot of things that we just cannot control. And there are things we can control. And that is just part of, of our human nature. And when I have my clients, when I start with my clients quite early on in the piece, I will do a bit of an exercise where we have two columns and we talk about on the left-hand side, it will be the things we can't control. On the right-hand side, it's the things we can control. Mm. And we'll go through the exercise and go through um, what are the things in life that we can't control. So I thought that might be a good place to start. We could just list a few things and then maybe we can narrow down and talk about a few of them. Yep. So you, you go, you start. What are the things in your life or in life that you can't control? Uh, well, actually, you know what, this, this plays in very nicely. Um, surprise, surprise. I'm going to bring it back to the Stoics and, and Epictetus in his Encredion, the very first line of the Encredion, which roughly translates as a, a manual or handbook. So it's a manual for life. The very first line is of things, some are up to us and others are not. Right. Mm. So he's taught and, and then he goes on, I think it's Encredion five, where he goes on to explain stuff and, and basically um I'll paraphrase here, but things that aren't in our control according to Epictetus are are things like what people think about you, what yep. they say about you, mm-hmm. um, the past and the future. Yeah. Uh, and then if we think about mental health, right? Uh, anxiety is a strong concern about the future. Mm-hmm. And depression is a lamenting on the past, but in both cases, we bring the past or the future into the present tense. Yeah. And that's when it causes us difficulties. Yeah. The Stoic said, we have no business in the past or the future. Um, all we have is a series of present moments. Now, obviously, yeah. you need to plan for the future and stuff like that, but I think they were talking about when we're thinking about stuff. And and look, according to them, the stuff that's within your control are things like your belief systems, what you choose to be afraid of. Your attitude. Partic- yeah, they were big on your attitude, um, how you choose to react to your circumstances, your attitude, yeah. your behaviors, and especially how you choose to react. And, and Epictetus says that when we are um, faced with challenges, we must focus on that which we can control. And we yes. refuse to invest our energy in the stuff that we can't control. Yeah, and that's been huge. That's been a huge influence on me, especially, Mm. you know, not even with the big challenges that come up. It could be that I just am not having a good day. I'm just, or I'm feeling emotional and I don't know why I'm feeling emotional. And it's like, okay, how am I going to respond to this? Because I may not be able to control how I'm feeling, but I can control how I respond to it. And so I will go out for a run or I'll do a sauna or a cold, you know, cold mm. wall jump in the pool, cold pool, because I know that influencing my physiology is something that I can control. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and so then with Japanese psychology, this acceptance, I mean, how, how similar is it to the stoic idea of the zone one and zone two? 
Yeah, it's very similar. And also acceptance and commitment therapy, which is ACT, brings this as the acceptance as well. Mm. And so what Marita teaches and also in ACT is that our automatic thoughts and emotions are not within our control and they are a part of being human and to try and mess with them or struggle with them is like messing with nature. So, Mm. and it's not it's not a passive acceptance. So if you're having ruminating thoughts or you're having these thoughts that um, are not helpful to you or, or your emotions that are really uncomfortable and they're creating physical sensations in your body, you don't have to put up with it, but accepting it and making room for it means that we're not struggling with it and then we can turn our attention, which is what we talked about last week, Mm. onto the things that we can control, which is, okay, how am I going to respond to this and respond aligned with what's important to you, with your values, with whatever the purpose in the moment is. So it's an active form of acceptance. Mm. And, And that brings us to that beautiful principle and word of arugamama which if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you would have heard that word a few times and it is acceptance of things as they are but then what needs to be done Mm. so it's accept and then take action yeah and and look this is also aligned with the the stoics you know epictetus said that we must focus on what we can control, refuse to invest our energy in that which we can't control. And the Stoics said that when we're faced with big challenges, right? So let, let's make it simple and big. Mm-hmm. So something you, you might not be able to control or that 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 people often invest their energy in yes. are dickheads, right? How often <laughs> have we invested our energy in dickheads? And this, uh, and and this is the thing. How do we do, do that? <laughs> you so do good. invest your energy in in them, right? Mm. And the Stoics said that that the fault lies not with the dickheads. The fault lies with that. To be fair, they didn't have a potty mouth like me. They said <laughs> that there are challenging people all around us, uh, but if we choose to invest our energy in them, it's just a flaw in our character. Mm. Right? So it's back to that arete, that character thing. And and the Stoics said that, so that, that's the small thing, right? Is just choosing not to invest your energy. Um, but they said when, you, when you're faced with huge challenges um, that you can't control, then they just become an opportunity to practice a virtue or to sharpen your character. So we're mm-hmm. back to virtue. They talked a lot about virtues you know, act and, and modern stuff talks about values, but I think you can use them interchangeably. Yeah. Um, but but then uh, it's an opportunity to sharpen our character. And it's interesting the word character has its origins in, in the ancient Greek word, which basically translates as the mark of a chisel. Mm. Right? So let's think about that. You know, the, the stuff that people tend to ruminate on bad shit that happened in the past or, 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 or stuff, you know, that was hurtful or traumatic. Um, they, these are just marks of a chisel and you should wear those marks of a chisel with pride, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the stuff that I would say people don't get good character by having an easy life. Nobody mm. gets good character. You get good character by leaning into discomfort with the right yes. attitude, right? Mm. So I think it, it all ties up really quite nicely with this acceptance, but then 
um, acting in a way, <coughs> excuse me, that's in accordance with your values. Yeah, and it doesn't mean, you know, if you've had a traumatic past or things in the past that keep coming into the future that you ruminate on, um, it's it's not that this is going to get rid of those thoughts, but it's how you respond to them. So if you do look at them as the, the, the mark of a chisel, but also to know that your history is not the whole of you, it's just mm. a part of you. The thoughts that come up are not all of you. They're just a part of you that you can observe. So it's. I think this can become so all-encompassing when people are ruminating because it affects them in the present moment. But if you can change your relationship with these emotions and thoughts that come up, that's when you can pivot and, and start making changes to turn your attention into what's really important, but just accept and make room when these thoughts and feelings arise, but not to give them energy. And now a quick break for a word from our sponsors. So, so what do you, what do you mean when you say make room for um, these emotions and, and negative thoughts and stuff? Yeah, well, make make room is you can if you imagine if you if you imagine a, an emotion that's have uh, having a physical sensation. So just say um, it's in the throat, and if you imagine that maybe there's a ball in your throat, and you can if, if you know imagine is it rough or is it smooth? It's like what color is it? And then once you've got a picture of of what this emotion and the physical sensation looks like, you can imagine just making room around it, making space around it. So mm. it's there, but it's not locking everything there. It's just you, you're allowing it to be there, but it's not all-encompassing for you. So that that's kind of an imagery of, of yeah. making room. And it's I find, um, and that this is a, a, a Russ Harris phrase that he uses all the time when he talks about acceptance, and I, I find it a lot easier to relate to when I say, if I say to myself, I'm just going to make room for this while I get on with what I need to do. So in Japanese psychology. So, it's not, so it means it's not clogging you up. Is that, is that what you mean? Yeah, you're, you're not mean, struggling you. with it yeah. and, and it's not all encompassing. It's not controlling right. you. In Japanese psychology, Marita will talk about coexisting. So mm. it's almost like the anxiety, just take anxiety, for example. The anxiety is there. It's just coming along for the ride. Okay, it might be just, you know, a little suitcase that you have to carry, but, you know, and gradually it'll get lighter and lighter, but you're not allowing it to take over your life and dictate what you do. Yeah, and actually this plays in with the, the other stoic principle where they said that we are all actors in a play. Yeah. Uh, and and that we we are just given roles and, and they talked about playing your given roles well. <coughs> Excuse me. And... You know, that was something, if we talk about big challenges, I think people have heard us talk about Oscar and, and his Cushing's disease, which is a freaking horrible, horrible disease that he had. Um, but we talked to him about playing your given rogues well and, and that Epictetus was a cripple and said, well, if I'm going to be the, if I'm destined to be a cripple, I'm going to be the best damn cripple that I can be. Mm. And I remember Oscar saying he was going to be the best Cushing's patient out there, right? Yeah. And that, that playing your given role well is is where you, it, it's linked to that stoic principle of amor fati. And mm -hmm. Nietzsche talked about this as well, amor fati, which is love of fate. 
Now that that goes another step where you actually love that uh, you fate and you take responsibility for the hand that fate deals you. So mm, you know we that's, all that's get pretty it. hard to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is pretty extreme, right? That's another step beyond accepting and making room, mm. um, which is is actually um, just taking responsibility for the hand that fate deals you and say, you know, if something shit happens to you, rather than blame the universe, just go, well, I'm responsible. This is this is my fate and I'm now responsible. So if you're And I think you're you're responsible for how you respond as well. Yeah, so that brings right. that responsibility in. And Greg Creech will talk about who's um an expert in Japanese Japanese psychology will talk about um life as a play on a stage, which ties into that. Mm. And and your your anxiety or your everything is on the stage, including your emotions and your thoughts. But then who's directing the play? So yeah. you don't want your anxiety directing the play. You don't want your ruminating thoughts directing the play when you're thinking about the dickhead who's, you know, <laughs> spending yeah. putting your energy on that. So what is, who is directing the play? So he will say your purpose. So bring in your purpose, which, again, aligns with values, virtues. Mm. It's, that is what's directing the play. Cool. Okay. So homework. I'm thinking homework can be just to think about something that you are beating yourself up about or that's something that you'd want to go away, whether it's anxiety or or something that's happened or a behavior of somebody else. Yeah. And you're just going to try to accept it, make room for it, coexist with it and not let it consume you. But then turn your attention into to what's important turn your attention to what the needs of the moment are or what's important to you i think that's really important because it's not just about acceptance it's about the action as well cool so you're going to accept when i throw my dirty socks on the floor this week no i'm not <laughs> so pick up your socks i'll i'll accept and take action <laughs> and nag you to pick them up <laughs> all right so that's it for this week folks uh, catch you next time See ya.